0: you so much for joining me in the after conversation. This is where we're just laid back, shoes kicked off. You know, in the pandemic, the only time I really get dressed up is for the sister covenant. I have on pumps. Mm -hmm. I don't have on pantyhose (laughs) like Jack and Jill days, but I do have on pumps. Okay. So let's talk about the vaccination. I really want to unpack that, ladies. Your age group. Tell us tell me about that. How how are those conversations? You guys have made the decision to get vaccinated. Um, but what about your friends? How, talk to me about that.
1: I can, can sorry, I think in in my in my circle, everyone is vaccinated. I think, especially coming from public health. <laughs> we're, we're all about the vaccination, the importance of vaccines. Um, within like my friend group. I think outside of that, you know, there is a lot of vaccine hesitation. And, you know, I think, especially in communities of color, um, the medical community and the government have created an environment where there is distrust. And I put the onus on the government, medical communities, because um, that's where it lies, the historical, um, uh, you know, incidences of misuse of medical um, you know, experiments or, or research on communities of color have created that. And so, you know, there's a reason, you know, the Latin, Latinx community has the highest percentage of unvaccinated folks, Black communities follow that. Um, and so it's really about how do we, um, you know, kind of intervene in that, like, disinformations that's arising um, in this era? And how do we create um, kind of an area of trust where folks feel comfortable going to get vaccinated? I think in my friendship circle, um, being younger and kind of being in public health and being about like the research and like looking into things, a lot of us do that. And so we feel a bit more comfortable about receiving the vaccine. Also, I think just personally for me, as someone who has like a chronic condition, I have asthma, it was really important for me to get vaccinated because I know that I could be more susceptible to like, you know, and at a, a worse, you know, reaction to, to COVID and being hospitalized. So that's kind of why, why I got vaccinated. So Shanita, yeah, I think-
0: I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Sorry, I'm no, sorry.
2: I was, I was just going to throw in that the time that I spent New York versus Florida, it was a bit unique because I never thought I'd have the opportunity to kind of have a culture shock coming home, so to speak, you know, cause I was in New York when everything first started happening and New York was very adamant about, you know, keeping things safe. And people were very much staying in the house. Like you could hear a pin drop in Times Square um, at the end of March. <laughs> so it was a, it was a bit different. And of course, being back in Florida, my dad being a physician, you know, we were very strict about leaving the house and, you know, being, being safe and everything. But the rest of Jacksonville didn't really seem to be there yet. So it was kind of interesting and definitely, you know, my friend group, they're vaccinated, but I've I've definitely had to have some conversations with people outside of my immediate friend group that maybe aren't as comfortable. And then again, I have to recognize that I was kind of in a quote unquote, privileged situation with working in biotech and close to pharmaceuticals. And I kind of had a different understanding of clinical development. And I think that's important. That's important messaging to get out in the black community.
0: So I want to hear your take on this, Shanita, being in your space, but I'll share. um, You guys know I was in Seattle just um, the last few days and Miles and I, he picked the restaurant. He said, hey mom, I think this is a nice restaurant I want to take you to. We got there and they said, we need proof of your um, vaccination record. We didn't have them. I had had my card in my wallet since March, but I had just taken it out because it was starting to get just a little frayed. And I said, I got to get this laminated. So we had to scurry and you know, it's a three hour time difference. So we got Mr. Vincent up, it's 11 o'clock Jacksonville time. He's looking for cards in Miles' compartment. Miles is livid. He's like, we don't need to eat here. If they got to do all of that. And I was like, listen, that's the way this is getting ready to happen. So we, he was able to screenshot us. We were able to get into the restaurant and have a nice meal. But to your point, Joy, that was Seattle, Florida, not so much. We've been open for a minute in Florida. Don't get me started about that. Shanita, what are your thoughts?
3: Yeah, so it's really interesting. My friendship group is definitely torn. Um, I don't want to say I have more friends who are unvaccinated than are vaccinated um, because it's not really something that I'm like just coming out to ask, but I wouldn't be surprised if more of them were unvaccinated than vaccinated. Um, Unfortunately, I'm not going to say unfortunately because I'm still like on the fence. Um, Let me just preface, like I understand all sides to the conversation. So even within my immediate family, some of us are vaccinated, some of us are not. And I'm someone who got vaccinated later. Um, And in full transparency, I got vaccinated almost because I felt forced to, you know, I'm working the school system, you know, just having access to different spaces, you either have to get vaccinated or you have to like go through all of these things. Um, And I think for me, you know, I think Rachel, you kind of spoke to this, our generation, one thing I love about our generation is that we ask questions, that we do our own research, that we have conversations. Um, And so I think for a lot of people, it's just like, Personal choices, like if you do have pre existing conditions or if you are working in different environments where you kind of know how this is all working, you're probably more, you know, prone to get it. But I do understand the people who are just saying, and most people that I know, it's not that they're against the vaccine, they just think it's too soon. Um, and again, I understand like all sides of the conversation. You know, one thing about me, I'm like, well, we all take medicine, right? And none of us really know what's in the medicine. And so that was kind of
0: like chicken. That's my question to people chicken
3: chicken what we eat I mean really anything that you you know you put in your mouth we don't really know you know what it what it what's in it I'm a woman of faith so at the end of the day I'm like look if this is how I'm going to go out from this vaccine then this is just how I'm going to go out but I put so you know like I said you know and I'm not a big medicine person so that was kind of like my own thing and again I have my own reasons of doing it but I do understand and like I said I want to be Fully transparent, I was one of those people who were like, eh, I need to see how this goes like after a year and then I'll do it. Um, but then, like I said, being in different spaces where it's either you get vaccinated or not, um, and like I said, I kind of just just bit the bullet. I will say, however, now that I'm watching the news more, um, I'm seeing how, you know, with this large population not being unvaccinated, how it's keeping us in this state, my mind definitely is feeling like, okay, I made, I made the best decision because, you know, I, I want us all to be out of this space. Um, but yeah, I, I'm definitely one of those people who was hesitant, and like I said, I do know a lot of people who are still unvaccinated. And who I don't think will get vaccinated, to be honest.
0: I think what is concerning to me is a number of things. Obviously, I'm in a different generation. So there are the health issues for me. Like you, Shanita, I don't get don't tell your dad. Well, he knows with uh, joy. (laughs) I don't get the flu shot because I got it once. I got real sick. Got, in my opinion, the flu, never had the flu before, never had it since. So I'm good. I'm going to take my chances. But this was different. Initially, I was like you, Shanita, it was like, let me see. Got to weigh this out. But it was when I had a girlfriend who is a physician um, who you guys know, um, Dr. Kim Barbell Johnson. Come on, someone I trust in. That said, this isn't new, guys. Yes, COVID 19 is a new variant, but we've had the coronavirus. It's been around for years. We've been working on a vaccine for this. So that put it in perspective that this isn't just some trial, and they don't go in the back and get a white vial and a black vial. And we're gonna give this black vial to the black people or the Latina people and the white, you know what I'm saying? it's not that type of thing so that's one thing but the other thing is what happened to miles and i i just feel the separation coming wider and wider it's going to be the people who have and the people that have not and coming from my background of working in insurance and and all of what that looks like you're gonna see the underwriting for it you're gonna see what you don't have access to if you don't. And I grew up in a generation where before you put your kids in in, in in school, you got vaccinated or you couldn't have access. So I think those are my concerns. In addition to seeing people I now know get very sick mm-hmm. and, and pass away in some cases. That is my concern, and it seems like your generation is the generation, and I know you, Shanita is the asking of questions, but I think, to Rachel's point, it's the following up of research and not just listening to the internet and social media yeah. and all the conspiracy theories.
2: And I think there's maybe just a general, um, I don't want this to sound bad, but like, our generation, if, if you don't live with anyone over a certain age, if they just kind of don't necessarily care. It's like, oh, well, I'm not going to get that sick. So what does it matter? And it's like, you know, sometimes you have to just have empathy and realize that you're you're doing this not just for yourself, but, you know, for a greater purpose.
0: So, yes. I, so I just had a relative, 33, to spend mm-hmm. two weeks in the hospital and was a minute away from a ventilator. Mm-hmm. Who felt he, You know,
1: Miss Pat, to your point and joy about like requiring the vaccination cards and just, you know, it's about more than yourself. I think, you know, a lot of folks, we think about individual liberties, like the choice to take the vaccine, the choice to wear a mask, the choice to, um, but when we think about the coronavirus and the impact it's had on our country and our healthcare system, it, it's beyond the individual at this point. And so we really have to think about How are we taking the right measures for ourselves in order for our communities to be safer and our our country to kind of, you know, recover from this? Right. Because it's not, you know, just the healthcare system, it's small businesses. It's um, so it really goes, you know, bigger than ourselves at this point.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Sydney, you're smiling. Thoughts?
1: No, um, I would just say kind of to Joy's point about social media, I feel like a lot of people honestly also just kind of jump on a bandwagon and they hear other people say, "Oh, they just created the um, the vaccination twelve months ago, and oh this I know somebody who got vaccinated but still got sick, so I think a lot of people just repeat things that yes. they on Instagram or Twitter without really doing their own research or listening to like scientific facts.
0: I have a um, doctor um Cheryl Holder on the podcast um, two weeks ago, and her comment resonated with me. She said, "Think about that woman in your life—mother, sister, significant other—who is going to have to care for you?" Because she was targeting that thirty years, thirty-year-olds, those that that age. That is you know, good and grown right at 30, Shanita, right? Um, A lot of which have children themselves. So think about that woman in your life that's going to have to care for you if you get sick and your children and put themselves in harm's way, because usually they're now a little older my age and older with some health issues. That is what we have now. That is what we have now. So it definitely is a crisis. I applaud all you young women for, you know, I know it's not an easy decision and the conversations aren't easy because people are so entrenched to your point. Who said it? I don't think they're going to get vaccinated. I think what we're going to see is large companies like mine, like some of yours that mandate because, yeah. because they're going to have to. Um, you mentioned the school system. We see a lot coming down in Florida right now. In New York the- now, the restaurants. Yeah, Yeah, Seattle, the restaurants, you know, and they're banding together because it's a public health crisis. Their employees, they can't get service workers. They can't. The people are sick. People are dying. We had a big deal here in Jacksonville, Florida um, with a mission here, Uh, you know, so people are being affected. So when these companies, it hits their bottom line of revenue. Yeah. And liability, yeah. that's when you're going to see the mandates happen. Just like with smoking. You used to be able to smoke, like the cubicle next to you, the people smoked. Yeah. And it became a, a public crisis. Ladies, once again, we have extended our time. You've been so generous with me and spending this morning with me. Thank you. Any last comments you want to leave this is the Sister Covenant? I want to say thank you for everything. These kinds of
2: things are going to be, you know, crucial. I feel like for our community going forward. So it's awesome.
3: And I just want to say it is so good to see all of you, younger ladies, on this call. It is just so confirming. I was looking at y'all when you were speaking, like you were my little sisters. I was like, yes, Black girl magic. We are the. (laughs) I just hope that you all just continue to do like amazing things, and you know, especially as Black women, sometimes we feel. Like, we're not being humble when we, like, share our accomplishments. Mm-hmm. I hope you all continue to, like, share your accomplishments on your social media. People, wow. like, people need to see it. So I'm just so proud of you, even though I don't know you all. I'm very proud of you. Yeah. you. Share
0: share your Black girl magic, but continue to support and lift as you climb. That's the epitome, right? That That's... That's what we're talking about. And that's what you all are demonstrating. Sydney, I so appreciate you because you postponed a flight (laughs) on the sister covenant. So I'm feeling pretty pumped about that. So thank you, ladies. Love you all. Be safe, okay? Hey, I'm doing a PSA. We're gonna, sister covenant is going to put out a PSA around the vaccination, staying safe, masked up, And I want you all to be a part of it. So you're going to get an email about that today. Okay. All right. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.